0: See it in the movies and the paper and the TV news Somebody's army are
1: rumbling in the ground and they're talking about the beast hello welcome to reports from under the desk we've got a brand new show <laughs> <laughs> i'm shell wagner and this is my husband robert and so we just played a new intro and this is really kind of a funny story my husband and i were visiting our best friends I remember when we went to go see uh, Eric and Lisa and they were in the hospital, they'd just been through something major, but they were start. Eric was starting to feel better and we were having a great conversation and Eric and we started talking about the fact that when we were all kids in school and the, the, bad reports were coming, you know, the drills, remember the drills in elementary, you know, that possibly the cold war would break out into a nuclear war. And we were always instructed, get under the desk. <laughs>
2: that was going to save us That's right.
1: That's from right. nuclear war. That's,
2: right. That's hilarious.
1: So, so we needed a news report so that we could announce new things. And so we were laughing and we said, this is the one. And we both love Johnny Cash. So we decided on this song and Catherine Hood made us this fabulous intro, you know, and she put it all together for us and we're so grateful. So today for our very first reports from under the desk, we have a news flash. Okay. We have, we have a new show starting. Right. Our friends, James and Lee Carruthers, are going to be bringing a show called Between the River and the Ravens. And we're so excited about that. Yeah. And so we're mm-hmm. going to go ahead and welcome our friends, James and Lee, to the program. Hi, James and Lee. Hey, guys.
0: Hello.
1: Shalom. <laughs> Shalom. Gosh, it's so good to get to see you guys. We're used to seeing you on holidays. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're we, family, right? Uh, right. Yep. The first time the four of us met, we we got to meet for a couple of hours at Edgar Evans Park. Right. Yes. <laughs> we got to meet at the park. We had, had gathered for. Uh, baptism and for Passover, so we can celebrate Passover together. And we got a few hours to get to know each other before we each went to our respective tents, batten down the best we could, and lived through tornadoes in tents. <laughs> yes, yes, tornadoes in tents for Passover, and literally it
3: it passed over us. Uh, <laughs> when we do Passover, we do <laughs> Passover.
1: <laughs> That's right.
3: That's right.
2: That's right.
1: We know how to do it right. Right.
3: That's right. And I'll never forget you guys walking down with Quincy the next morning going, Hey, did did you guys see all this? twisted trees right across from your tent like literally the
1: tornado probably went that direction yes yes i mean it wasn't 25 feet i don't think from y'all's tent yet your tent wasn't ripped or torn i know it tried to lift off the ground a few times it did it did (laughs) And ours wasn't ripped. We didn't get wet. We didn't. There, it did none of the poles got bent or anything? And literally, you know, when tornadoes come through and they just twist off the tops of trees, that's literally what it looked like right across as we were walking Absolutely. the dog the next morning, right across from your tent.
3: Absolutely. What a what a wonderful time that was, though. To realize, like you said, you put it so well when you said the hand of y'all was right over us. You know, yes. like we may be in the storm, but he had us protected on all sides. I love that Robert slept through it. Like <laughs> literally slept through it. He was so trusting he slept through it like Yahusha on the boat waking up like that's what we're
2: that yeah. yeah. Ye of little faith.
1: That's right. <laughs> I I I didn't sleep for a while. I think my eyes were as big as my glasses. (laughs) And I laid there looking at him sleeping, listening to everything. (laughs) And I was praying and I was reading and I was praying. (laughs) I told my daughter when we got back, I said, well, she said, mom, you're crazy. What were (laughs) you thinking? And I said, well, I figured, you know, we were kind of in this platform that overlooked the lake. And we're on an air mattress. So I thought, you know, the worst that could happen, we're going to land on a big raft into the middle of the lake. (laughs) Float on down Center Hill Lake, right? (laughs) Oh, it's like the rapids. Oh, it was so fun. It was a lot of fun. And then we got to celebrate baptized. Shavuot. Yeah, well, well baptized. first we got, we got yeah.
2: baptized. And, and that's an important part of our friendship story about how we became such good friends. Is We all went into the lake and baptized ourselves in the name of the Lord. And that was awesome. Yeah. That As awesome. we
3: stood in there together, right? I'll never yep. forget. Eileen we... was
2: there with us. I know Eileen's uh, with us right now. And she was with us. And yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was awesome that we did that.
3: It yeah. is amazing. We had the rewalk right there in the water with us. Uh I definitely have a that connection for the rest of my life like
1: yeah. that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. We are forever we met him here. We met him together.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. And then that night, I mean, James, you had decided to go ahead and rent the most beautiful spot for us, a pavilion. And it had the roaring fireplace and we had our table all laid out and decked out. And, and Lee and I and Eileen and Victoria were all decorating everything. And, you know, and um, that roaring fire and the the sunset on the lake, it just couldn't have been any more beautiful for our Passover dinner. It was just incredible it
3: was It was, and then the the moon remember where the fireplace was there was a opening in the wall and we could literally see the full moon shining through onto our table where we were doing our Passover meal and I just felt like that was a blessing you know straight from y'all shining on us and on our event it was wonderful
1: yeah Mm. yeah it was just gorgeous and then we got to do Shavuot together too you yes, yes. We that wasn't celebrate. that long ago,
3: and it was wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely
1: had yeah. the best weekend. We had we had some great hangout time, you know, to just be able to hang out and get to know one another. And I mean, you guys were all into tasting all my weird concoctions and vinegars I was making. And Robert even <laughs> might have had a sip or two. Of what? Didn't
2: you well, one I'm of the vinegars back. I
1: was
3: making? No, I
2: didn't drink any of that
1: stuff. <laughs> he just looks at me and says, No, no way. No, not <laughs> not oh, we did that. have tea. That's right. I <laughs> got tea. Tea. No.
4: best sweet tea in the south, you guys have. That's, uh, that's, right.
3: that's right. Yeah. 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 Honey, honey, suckle honey.
2: I'm yeah. Not, I'm not drinking that vinegar stuff. Are you crazy? <laughs>
1: Oh, right. Well, gosh, it's so good to have you guys here today. And and the purpose is so we can introduce your new show. But we decided we wanted to get to know you even a little bit better. So we (laughs) have a few questions for you guys. (laughs) So I'm going to start out. We've got one question that's actually for the both of you, which is what is your favorite holiday? And of course, ladies first. So Lee, you get the question first.
3: Boy, has that changed for me in the last four years, let me tell you. It it went from Christmas and then through the scales being removed from my eyes and, and us starting on the narrow path. I have to say after this Passover, that Passover has officially become my favorite. Uh, that and Sukkot. Last year it was Sukkot. Because that was really the first one where James and I had uh, gone to our land and we stayed down there uh, in the tent and had our evenings underneath the moon with the beach river right there. But I was praying and thinking about it this morning. And I think Passover really with our baptism and just how absolutely wonderful that time was with that family the family that we had brought together, none of us knew each other. None of us had met each other. And it was just like going home, you know, to your family that you have every every single holiday with. So I would have to say it's Passover. Although I'm, I'm beginning to think that all feasts are my favorite as long as I can fellowship, uh, with, uh, with you guys and with the family we've put together. That's, that's in the walk with us, you know?
1: Yeah. I just love it. Yeah. It's awesome. It, 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 it's, it's funny that the feasts are always just so special. And, and that one certainly (laughs) was, that was probably one of the most eventful Passovers I've ever had in so many ways, you know, in good ways and scary ways, (laughs) and new ways. i mean it was it was full of of uh, first
3: <laughs> it really was and you know other holidays the the ones that we have come out of they were always so stressful and and unhappy like really unhappy like everything was such a struggle people were mad and angry the, the feasts to me now are just such a blessing and a a pleasure to be a part of like it's literally everything great and wonderful without all the why did you buy me a so and so i hate that <laughs> exactly
1: that's what i was just thinking yeah <laughs> yes all right and james now your favorite holiday
4: well i don't know if her answer was a 2 or 1 but um <laughs> i would say before my eyes were open you know i, I always thought our birthday. Uh, I don't know if you could even count that as a holiday, but we do share the same birthday. So I thought that was always just a very special time for both of us. Um, you know, and we're still so thankful that, you know, Yah, brought us into this world, you know, for each other. And, uh, we can just remember that day as, you know, the special time that we are given with each other. But I would also have to say Passover uh, is my new favorite holiday. Yeah. I remember actually the year past was our first Passover that we celebrated, and we had it here at our home, and had some family over. Uh, still kind of unsure how to go about the whole thing. You know, we were had a few pointers on to do this and that, and through the middle of it, we just had the largest hailstorm have ever experienced to where i still have damage on the car and my roof from it and uh so that was quite memorable uh and then to then go into this past year we survived the tornado so i feel like we're on to something and we have we have the day right and uh it's just uh, so far i I don't know what to think about next year but um it's, it's, it's exciting to say the least
1: All I can picture is like Dorothy and Toto. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows what's next? As long as
3: we're all together, that's okay with me. Maybe we need to be in a basement next year. I don't
1: know. Storm shelter. I don't know. (laughs) So this is for right here.
2: So the next question is. For the both of you again. What skill would you most like to learn? Actually, this one, we're going to ask Lee that one. No, oh no, you're right. They're both, you're
1: right. I'm sorry. (laughs) I can never hear that enough.
2: I can never hear that enough. How about you, James? My wife keeps telling me I'm right. I mean,
1: (laughs) (laughs) don't get me started.
2: I know. It's a
1: rarity, (laughs) trust me.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Soak it in.
1: <laughs> so
3: the the skill I want to learn, I told you Shell, I want to learn how to um what just left my mind? Crochet. crochet. Okay. <laughs> First I have to learn how to say it. Yeah. Um but I would love to learn how to crochet. Yes, I want to learn how to do that so I can crochet wraps and and all of that I would really my grandmother crocheted everything Uh, my brother and I lived with my grandparents for about four years when we were little bitty and she crocheted and sewed all of our clothes so she crocheted our blankets and hats and stuff like that and all the clothes we wore she made so wow I
1: would really love to do that well, maybe it's Sukkot, we could start crochet lessons.
3: That would be wonderful. I would be very excited about that. And I never thought yeah. I would say that. Like I used to watch my grandmother and be like, this is the most boring thing I've ever watched in my life. What are you doing? I think I learned how to do like a chain, just like one strip. Yeah. And that was just to shut me up. I think, you know, like here, dude, make that, you know,
1: that's about what my grandchildren do. They, they do the chain and then they're, they're done. I'm done. I can crochet now,
3: move on. (laughs) So that's what I would like.
4: Cool. Yeah. I would say I'd like to start woodworking. Um, Oh, my father used to do it in the past. And so just growing up, seeing some of the things he would do, um, was very interesting. And even one of, my, one of my uncles, uh, actually right there at Edgar Evans, an art school there, uh, he would turn, uh, beautiful wood bowls. Um, and I actually got to do that on the lathe once with him. Uh, so that was very memorable and, uh, just something to it, you know, to be working with your hands like that, to, you know, make something so intricate, uh, that just seems like a great skill to have. Plus, Yahusha was a carpenter, so that's not a bad hobby to know.
2: (laughs) It's a great hobby to know. It's awesome bell to work with your hands, crocheting, woodwork. I used to cane chairs and make baskets, and man, uh, working with your hands and seeing something that you created a wonderful skill to have it really is it's it's uh it's very fulfilling. You, those yeah, those
3: baskets you made, Robert, that are the pine needle baskets, yeah. are absolutely. <laughs> I would like. I would also like to know how to do that. Maybe that's another Sukkot thing we can do. Sure. Knitting, crocheting, and pine needle basket making—that would be sure. really awesome.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I need to. Get
1: be writing this down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right okay now so this is for lee who is the smartest person you have ever met
3: i give this a lot of thought and i have to say even going through nursing school and graduating and working with lots of doctors and all kinds of surgeons my grandmother lena yates was the smartest person i know and i'm going to tell you why When we lived with her, when we were little, Patrick and I didn't have our own bedrooms and I slept with my grandmother. We shared her bed and every night she would hit her knees by the bed and she would pray for what seemed like hours. Like I can remember laying there like, how many people did we see at the grocery today? Because she literally would pray and say every single person's name. And then when she finished praying for the people she saw, then we started on our relatives. And let's just say my grandparents had six kids. That's a lot of people when you add their kids and their kids. And and I, I know I was a little disrespectful at times. I was only five. So I would be like, can we just go to sleep? What <laughs> is happening? But she absolutely is the smartest person i know wow because she covered all of us with prayer and every person she ever met and honestly my faith that strong need for prayer comes from that woman on her (laughs) knees every night Nice. I've really
1: noticed that in you that you you are a real prayer warrior. I mean, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who pray, but then there are certain people that are just like prayer warriors. You know, you know they're gonna pray something through. And I find that so interesting now to know that about your grandma. When I noticed, like I was thinking about when I would spend the night at my grandma's house, she would um I would crawl in bed with her. I always love to go to bed with her. And what she would do is she would read me the Bible for hours. I mean, she would just read to me for hours out of the Bible. And it was so interesting. And it's so funny because I am just like still really love to get in and study and dig. And so it's like they kind of made a deposit in us, isn't it?
3: Oh, you better believe it. I mean, from... We didn't have a TV on during the day. You know, there was gospel music. And then every day at a certain time, there was a pastor that would do a sermon. And we listened to that every day, you know, mm-hmm. as well as work, uh, canning and every, I wish I could remember how to can, but they were very humble people and they they instilled in us very much a love for the Father, you know, and the word and prayer and and humble to be humble. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now for James, what is on your bucket list?
4: Uh, That's a good one. I probably had more in years past and, um, you know, I've gotten to accomplish some of them, but always as a musician, my, dream would be to play at red rocks amphitheater uh, out in colorado just a, a natural made concert venue and we got to go there a few years back to see a show and it was just amazing to see the creation you know um, not man-made by any means and the sound that just re- reverberated through that this area red was magnificent yeah. so Uh, That was always something. Of course, I'm not doing music as much these days, so I don't know if that will ever happen. But uh, I have really had a passion to just float the Sea of Galilee. Um, I, I see like Joshua Aaron. I'll watch some stuff from him and he'll go out and kayak and just spend time with his friends and family on the Sea of Galilee. And it's so beautiful. And just to know what took place there. Um, I I can't say I've ever been to a a location with such history. So that, that would really be truly amazing. Yeah.
1: Awesome. It is. It is. And, and so what instrument do you play?
4: I play drums. I've, I've tried a few others over the years, but drums has always been my passion. I, uh, apparently had pots and pans and wood spoons as a baby. And so I've had a passion ever since then. And, uh, I've played for roughly 20 years now on and off with different bands and on my own. So it's still a passion and uh, we'll never know where it will lead. That's right.
2: Yeah. Uh, You never know. Cool. Let's see, James, I'll give you another one. What's the coolest place you ever traveled to?
4: (sighs) Well, I've been only outside of the U S once, but, um, That's tough because I I love the beach, but I also love the mountains. And so choosing between Kauai, we went on our honeymoon, which is in one of the Hawaiian islands. Uh, Choosing between that and Alaska, which I've also been to, that's tough. Uh, They're just so majestic. And uh, the creation is unlike anything I've really witnessed before. Um, So I don't know. It might be a tie on those two.
2: Yeah, those are two pretty cool places Yeah Very nice All right, Lee, how about When did you first feel like an adult? <laughs> if you have yet
3: I don't know that that's happened yet <laughs>
2: I'm with you Maybe
3: one where I've got to let you know at a later date when that happens <laughs> Uh I would just say it was probably when I was working in the ER and mm. and doing CPR um, that definitely made me feel like I was an adult. When I gained that appreciation for uh, life and death that was in my hands, you know,
1: literally. Wow. Right. So that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've had some real, you know, experience. Um, in in your I know you worked in the NICU you know and wow what a responsibility even to have to be able to you know help parents through one of the most difficult things in life you know with the child not making it and right. and to be able to counsel with them and wow mm-hmm. <laughs> talk about having to be an adult at that point
3: that makes you feel grown up pretty fast yeah it sure
1: yeah. does that is a Gosh. special skill set certainly not everybody can do that <clears throat> right
2: yeah
4: her stories give me nightmares I, right.
2: oh, I bet. I bet I <laughs> bet I wouldn't even want to hear it
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so with that um Lee what are you most thankful for oh goodness
3: I am most thankful for the saving grace of Yahushua HaMashiach. I really am um, because he has saved me in in every way that there is to be saved. Amen. And um, I really can't think of anything else uh, more than that that I could be thankful for. Because without him, nothing else matters. That's
1: right. That's Amen right. to that.
2: Wow. No doubt.
1: And I can say I am so happy that I am the one who gets to ask James this question, <laughs> which is, "What is the dumbest way you have ever injured yourself?"
4: <laughs> well, I am a natural blonde, so it, it comes pretty easy. Um, although I can't say any of my injuries over the years uh, equate can count up with what Leanne's gone through. She's She's a tough one. Um, I will say growing up in the Boy Scouts, I, I earned the nickname Bloody Boy because I, I always found a way to get injured on our camping trip Bloody events, no matter what. There was always something. Um, but I'd probably say the, the most jarring injury I had was probably in the sixth grade. I had heard, you know, hey, I played baseball and, you know, depending on the ball, it can be made of different material. So I wanted to see what was in the middle of it. And I had just got a new pocket knife and started carving away on the ball and didn't realize the knife actually would fold and it folded right onto my finger. Um, yeah. Lucky didn't cut it off, but it, it did do some damage. And uh, so I would say, for sure that was probably my dumbest uh, injury over the years.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll tell you what, I
2: I've, I've had some dumb injuries. I have I have broken myself from head to toe and and when I do my new show everybody's going to hear about all my injuries cuz I have a I have numerous but boy I've done some stupid ones before. So that's not too bad James. That's not that's not the worst <laughs> stuff I've ever heard. It's
4: pretty mild and so <laughs> so far we'll uh we'll, we'll leave it at that.
2: Well, well, these questions really were just kind of for fun and introduce you guys to everybody and just kind of, you know, for everybody just kind of get to know you guys just a little bit, you know, I mean, so yeah, they weren't bad questions. No, they (laughs) were good. I enjoyed that. And if I need to answer, if you want to ask me any questions, you go right ahead. I'll, I'll be right there with you. I don't want you to feel alone. Well,
3: that's uh, okay. the way you hurt yourself.
2: Yeah. <laughs> i tell you what comes to mind. And, I, and I'm telling you, I have numerous, numerous injuries, uh, Lee, which I know you can relate to. But just so if you don't know, I'm a recovered alcoholic. So I used to drink a lot. Well, we used to go. I lived a mile from the mall and at the mall where we used to go do our bar hopping at. And so one night being drunk, I was going from one bar to another, and there was a guardrail, and the stupid thing was only two foot off the ground. I mean, it was only this far off the ground, right? And so I, dummy me, I hopped up on top of it, lost my balance, fell backwards, and put my hand out and dislocated my thumb, and my thumb was just flopping there. Oh, no. (laughs) And I just think that was the stupidest thing I've ever done, and I've dislocated that thumb a few times. But I mean, it was just stupid, you know what I mean? It was like, how do you fall off a two-foot guardrail <laughs> and dislocate your thumb? And I mean, I, that sucker was just swinging.
3: I, I could I, probably do that today. Pardon? I could probably accomplish that today. Like, I, I, <laughs> I could, I could get injured like that. Very. That James and I both have that gene. Where if it's not him getting hurt, it's me getting hurt, and it's, it's usually a, in a dramatic fashion. Where it's like, "Wow, how did that it, even happen?"
2: Is, is that the clutch gene? Got the clutch. It is. Gene. It is. Now it's you amazing.
3: should ask him what's the funniest way he's injured his wife. That's, <laughs> that's the question you should ask. I actually have a scar on my arm from him making uh what was Fried it? Rice. Fried rice. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. You, you injured your wife making fried rice. He sure did. Yes. With yes. the pan. Oh, no. He did. He branded me.
3: He branded <laughs> me. He did. And I will accidentally
2: ever... though, right? It was an accident, right, James? Of course.
3: Of course. <laughs> hey, it was really good fried rice though. Once I got over the third degree burn on my arm, <laughs> it was very nice.
1: absolutely
2: yeah Uh, you had the the burnt skin seasoning in that (laughs) particular yes yes
1: Yes. all right well i want to introduce everybody to your new show so i'm going to switch our studio so here we go let me get us in there oh And we're in your new studio. Mm -hmm.
0: Love the background.
1: It is Mm -hmm. gorgeous. So I'm going to go ahead and play your intro so that everybody can see your intro. Though
0: I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Evil's all around. It's coming from the right and the left. Trust that I will see glory above Oh, your banner of love Flies over me Between the river and the ravens I'm fed Between the valley and the blazes I'm there So, Father, give me faith wow
1: i just awesome. i just love that That's cool yeah yeah, yeah. And we have to say shout out a big thank you to katherine hood for Definitely. using her beautiful her wonderful gifts and talents in order to give us such awesome intros on this platform it's Absolutely. just incredible it's incredible how she's able to talk with each one of us and kind of, you know, hear our hearts and
2: mm-hmm. then display it. What a talent she has. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what
3: she did here. I yeah. mean, she, she basically started with nothing, took our story. Um, we kind of just gave her some brief ideas of of what the song and, and the verses that we were using as inspiration, and she did the rest. She'll always say that it's straight, from you and I know it is, but she's also just very, very talented. She truly is just Absolutely. a wonderful, wonderful daughter of y'all. She really yeah. is.
2: Kind, kind spirit. Okay. Yeah. Love Great them spirit. and
3: I love the Blood and the Lamb ministries. That their uh shows on Friday. And um now Lee, uh Lee and Robert were on this past Saturday, wow. and, and Lee does the Let's Talk Torah every sabbath uh this week james is going to be on with him so uh just love everything that's going
1: on here it's amazing yeah. mm-hmm. it, it really is it's amazing so i want to hear all about between the river and the ravens you guys tell us about your new show what can we expect me all
4: yeah. right <laughs> You know, oh, we
1: we don't know.
3: Yeah, we'll, we'll up for debate.
1: You tell us. Yeah. That was kind of like a deer in the headlights moment.
4: You know, I think we're gonna start with just our journey on how we got here, you know, having our eyes opened, the scales removed. Um, basically stepping out of religion and onto the narrow path. You know, we, we didn't do everything right. There was a lot of stumbles in on the way. Um, and so, you know, I think just being able to share those experiences with new, new walkers um, could really benefit. And, you know, it's just, I think there's a few main keys um, that really help start you in the right direction. And so we're going to touch on those week to week and kind of dissect, um, uh, what each one involves and how it correlates in the new Testament, uh, all kinds of different goodies.
3: Mm-hmm. Also, great. when, when we started over, well, three and a half years now, well, it was December of 2019, right before the current, um, PSYOP event started, um, the scales were were starting to be removed then and we had lots of questions and they were not any answers that we could get from the church that we were going to. So I started searching and there was very few uh, ministries I could find online um, that would help. So right. our thoughts are, we know that there are a lot of new uh, Torah observant, Followers that are new to the walk uh, that are wanting to uh, have a more obedient relationship with the father and and learning what obedience was is is definitely what helped us along our path. So that's what we want to help others with. I think over the first uh, several shows we do, it's going to be basically breaking down what obedience uh, became as as the, a new definition in our life. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. keeping the Sabbath, uh, eating clean, knowing that we need to do these things because because of obedience, because we have asked, we prayed, and asked for that obedience, and He answered. Yeah. And there's so many out there that just are questioning, um, we even see them in telegram groups every now and then. How do you do this? Well, what are what is clean food? What is, you know, all these questions? We had them, and some of them we still have, you know, and right. thank goodness for you show and robert and and all those that have been on this walk a little longer than us that help us. and and truly, I feel that's what Between the River and the Ravens is going to be about as well, is just ministering to those, you know, they may be new and they may be seasoned. It, I think the word is the word. And and hopefully we can present exactly what the father once said when he had when he wants it said, you know.
1: Gosh, I I really see a huge need that will be yeah. met by your by your show and by your ministry. And I, you know, I'm just so happy to have both of you guys here. We are, you know, and have you plugging in on so many different things on Let's Talk Torah, on you know, walking in the Word. You're a regular part of that now, Lee, and and that's so much fun. That women's show you and do. and Mercy poured forth and just everything you guys are doing. I mean, everybody doesn't realize how much you guys are doing really you two are the administrators for everything that's done in our, in our telegram groups, the rest of us all help with that. But, but you guys are really driving that and making sure that happens and all the stuff getting posted online and, you know, on Spotify. I mean, James, you're doing so much stuff. I don't even know what all you're doing, (laughs) but I know you're, I know you're busy.
4: Top secret. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we, we really want know. <laughs> because we it.
1: we can't even wrap our minds around even beginning. We're lucky to you know hit the right button on anything. <laughs> so, I, now, okay, this is a hysterical story. Yesterday, I'm going to tell them myself. Oh, because you yes. got a frantic call from me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> this was so funny. Laura Lee Cummings and I were were on the background part of the the platform, right? And we were talking about her new show that's coming up. And and we were <laughs> we were working away and I was showing her different things. And we start hearing this man talking. And I'm like Something's happening with our technology. Something's going on. Oh my goodness. I'm like, is it this? Is it this? And I'm deleting things. Yeah, <laughs> Laura Laura Lee, Lee's, on, Laura Lee's on the comments rolling on the floor. No, you're not telling on me. I'm telling on both of us. Okay.
2: So because it's to too funny.
1: Family. It's too funny not to share. So this is happening, and, and we hear this man, and it's like like breathing into a microphone. And can you hear me? <laughs> what is happening right what is going on i called james james something's happening on the platform some guy's in there <laughs> so about that time laura lee figures out that she had wanted to listen to a program that was upcoming that <laughs> to be live and she was waiting for it to begin and obviously they were doing mic checks trying to make sure that the sound was okay It was hysterical. I was like, oh, no, we've got a poltergeist in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) It was hysterical. I called James and we figured it out. So I know that that had to be a good laugh for you, James. You saw exactly how technically challenged I can be.
4: (laughs) It was great. I'm glad it was (laughs) an easy fix.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We are too.
3: (laughs) We're glad we didn't need to exercise. Yes.
1: <laughs> that was
2: so funny. James and Lee, I just want to say that, you know, you guys are a great blessing in our life. And I know that you're going to be a great blessing with your new show coming up in people's lives because that is a big question I hear all the time, you know, uh people coming out of the church or or just coming into this particular walk with the Torah and everything to buy, you know, the really delving into the Bible, and there are so many questions, because it's so difficult um, to figure it out, and so I know that you guys are going to really be a big blessing in people's lives, and I think it's going to be an awesome show, I, yeah. but I and I thank you for everything that you're doing, and, and James, you're doing so much, and uh, <clears throat> you know, so, but we really appreciate, and Lee also, of course, so we really appreciate you guys, and you guys are going to do a great job.
4: Yeah, Yeah, we're very excited of the opportunity. We, you know, we've watched different YouTube channels over the last few years, getting to dive into the scriptures, learning things, and it's just been wonderful. And we've really never expected uh, for us to be doing it, you know, so uh, we want to approach this with humility. And, you know, we're still learning every day. Uh, We don't have all the answers, but we, we do know that we might be able to shed some light on things. And if anything, just keep the, the narrow path lit up because the world is a dark place and darkness cannot, you know, inhabit a room full of light. So we just want to be able to provide that for others.
2: And you, you know, what's, um, and you know, what's cool too, uh, just uh, to share a quick story that relates to what you guys are going to be doing. And when you guys came to the house for Shavuot, you know, and I did the, probably the most horrible teaching you've probably ever heard in your life. It was so And it was horrible. But, you know, at the end, me and James, we wanted to do the wave offering. But it doesn't really tell you how to do a wave offering in the Bible. And so, you know, what was cool about it, James, the, the purpose of the story is that we knew we sat down, we talked about it. We threw ideas out there. We said, okay, well, this sounds good. This is scriptural. Let's do this. And so that was cool that we were able to sit down, discuss it, right? Without being, you know, frantic or anything, but just discuss it like calm adults, you know, go figure. And, uh, you know, we came up with a good idea on what to do. And and I feel like that, you know, you're going to be able to continuously share that kind of stuff that we're trying to figure out and learn and everybody's trying to figure out and learn. Now you guys are going to be sharing that with everybody. So that was cool. You know, that's, that's, uh, look forward to, uh, to seeing it. Yeah. That's yeah. wonderful.
3: And, you know, yeah. you guys have been such a support for us. And I know everyone on this narrow walk has experienced being, um, set apart means set apart. And that may mean you're yeah. in it without support of those you love around you. They they may not understand um, and it's not that they don't love you. It's just that they don't, they don't even understand what you're doing. And then some, sometimes people just aren't really happy with you for the, for those decisions. So yeah. this, this show is also going to be a way to offer support to people that feel alone. You know, in the beginning, we didn't know what we were doing or how to do it and just felt like, are we ever going to be able to fellowship with anyone else, you know, or or get the answers we need, you know, and feel supported. So, I want to make sure also to to be able to offer that, you know. It's very important that even if we can't fellowship with with people in person that they can get that support, you know, once a week to say, "Hey, I know this is hard."
1: <laughs> yeah. Learning
3: all of this and and realizing you may be doing this alone by yourself. Uh, Not all spouses are together in this, you know. And and we, in the last three years, have even seen some ministries that we follow. um, Their marriages break up because one person refuses uh, or doesn't want anything to do with the narrow path.
4: So, can't give up the traditions of man
3: yeah yeah so we're gonna try to offer that support and love and just say you know what awesome it's between you and the father and we're here for you and and there is a whole community especially with heart of the tribe we're all behind you you know this is a what is uh the word shall miss uh mishpah
1: mishkan Mishcon, it's it is like con. coming underneath the Mishcon, the, the word for tabernacle, you know, that, you know, we have what we do in our home and I even have what I do individually and Robert's got what he does individually and you guys have what you do and Kat and Lee and Chris McIntyre. and Laura Lee. And And, yeah, I mean, so we've got so many people, Uh, Nita Moshe is going to join us on some things. And Mm -hmm. so we've got some really, you know, lots of different people that all have a, a focus, you know, and a different personality and different things to offer, but we're coming together underneath the Mishcon so that we can work, get more done as a group. And, and I'm just really loving that whole, that whole thing of being a network, you know, that comes together to try to help, help others. And I'm real excited about what you guys are bringing to the table too. And so happy that you're both here.
3: Well, thank you, Shell. We are, we feel very blessed to be here.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's probably about it for today. And, And well, tell us when's your new show starting. You can see
4: between the rivers and the Ravens every Thursday. Uh, That is going to be 3 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Eastern. And uh, then we'll be occasionally, of course, Lee is part of the Walking in the Word every Tuesday. Tomorrow.
3: That's right. Tomorrow.
4: And then she also has her own uh, Mercy Poured Fourth segment every Friday morning. And uh, this week I'll be with Lee Hood on Let's Talk Torah. So you may see us more than just on our show, but uh, we hope you can definitely come check our network out. Uh, subscribe. That way you won't miss out on any of the upcoming shows. And we're looking forward to what y'all has in store for us all.
1: Yeah. So if somebody just wanted to listen to us on a podcast, where
4: all have you put us, James? That's right. Uh, you can even listen to audio only. Uh, we are on Spotify. Also Anchor, which is somewhat tied to Spotify. Um, and then also Apple Podcasts, um amazon. amazon and soon to be google so we'll be wow. out there it is and it's
1: all just um called heart of the tribe right
4: Heart yes. of the tribe uh yeah, even yeah. on rumble and bridey we're uploading shows there as well uh daily
1: so uh-huh. That's just great. Thank you so much. Thank you for everything you're doing. We love you guys. We can't wait for your first show. I look forward to seeing and, and being on with you tomorrow, Lee, for our walking in the word. We're going to talk about what are healthy boundaries. <laughs> it's going to be a good show. Melissa, yeah, Melissa McIntyre will be with us and Cat Hood, too. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh-huh. All right. Well, we're going to say goodbye to now. I'm going to replay y'all's song one more time. So everybody, we get to hear it again. But
0: bye-bye, everyone. So I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Evil's all around. It's coming from the right and the left. Trust that I will see the glory above Oh your banner of love flies over me Between the river and the ravens I'm fed, Between the village and the places I'm led, So Father give me faith